When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belbit DeVoe. You're truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This, this is Invo. This is India RE. Oh, much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. I'm Angelique along with Lonnie Love and Yo-Yo. We're celebrating our independence with an R&B singer, actress, and mommy who recently gained her independence. Latoya Luckett is here, plus... Comedian and singer Lil Duvall on living his best life. Cafe Mocha begins now. On the line, one of our favorites. You know her as the great singer and hostess, Latoya Luckett. She co-hosted the Black Music Honors. Welcome back to Cafe Mocha, Latoya. Hey, guys. What's going on? Hello. (laughs) How have you been? What's up? Man, I've been good. Mommy and on the go. That's all I'll say. Now, you know, Latoya, you had a baby during the pandemic, and I know you had to be freaked out about that. Tell me, how how did that happen? I mean, I know how it happened. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, we know how it happened, but it's the timing of it all. I wasn't planning for it, that's for sure. I don't, of course, none of us were planning for the pandemic, but I, you know, Tyson was definitely a surprise. Um, And I remember, I guess, right before we went into the pandemic, Child, I had a nosebleed, and I've never had a nosebleed, like never in my life, ever. And I remember sitting down for breakfast, and we had just finished celebrating my daughter's birthday, so a lot of my family was there. And they were like, um, what's going on with your nose? And I was like, what are you talking about? And they were like, your nose is bleeding. Like, it's about to, like, it's bad. It's aggressive. And I was like, what are y'all talking about? Child, I had a straight-up nosebleed, and we started to Google what, you know, some of the reasons why people's nosebleeds and all that. And they were like, it's either that or you pregnant. And I was like, I so ain't pregnant, baby. I was every bit of pregnant oh, with my wow. son. And then months, like, I think maybe a month later, we were in a pandemic. So you had two little ones almost back to back. How has it been managing them? Man, it's a minute by minute thing. Yeah, it's it's a diaper, a Lego to the face, minute to minute, <laughs> like uh, changing this, uh, you know, moving around. It's it, it really is, but it's the best. I don't want to say job because it's not a job, but it's the best blessing I could have ever asked for. Of course, you know, I'm still learning how to manage my time, my career, all those different things. Parenting does not come with a pamphlet or anything else. So, um <laughs> Uh, batteries are not included with these little ones, but it's, I love it. I love it. I can tell that you do Latoya. You know, I follow you on Instagram and um, one of your posts, you were discussing weight loss goals and you were interrupted by your daughter. And uh, she, I can tell you, Gianna stole the show. Can I tell you that? Can I tell you that? <laughs> Does he always though? It's like all the time. It's like, it, I think anytime she feels me recording, She's like, hold on, let me, I need to get in on this. And I'm like, sis, you, first of all, she's a superstar of the family. Let's just not, you know, let's, let's just make that real clear. But she's definitely not camera shy. She's, her personality is starting to blossom. And I just love it. I feed it. You know, tell us about 
the fact that with you being a mom like this and mm-hmm. did, because you, you were talking about your weight loss journey, did you have pressure, you know, do, getting that snap back? I did. Um, and it wasn't, it didn't come from people. People are, you know, around me were like, girl, you need to lose some weight. I just kind of felt like I wanted to feel like, I don't want to say myself again, because while I was pregnant, I felt like myself. While, you know, after having a kid, I felt like myself. But you have this, I want to get back to my norm before this major thing happened. Um, And I think I put the pressure on myself to, you know, get back to what I thought was some normalcy. But even through that process, I was like, you know what, be okay with where you are. Be okay with, you know, not fitting into those jeans that you fit before you had your kids. Like, it's, it's really okay. This is you. This is you mm-hmm. in a new chapter of your life, and you have to be okay with that. And I think, too, with being an actress, um, there's a pressure, especially the way they want to see, if you will, um, certain roles played and, you know, how that character should look. I think I started to feel like, oh, man, like I won't get casted as this if I look like this or, you know, they ain't going to understand these chins or my neck being thick. And really, it was just me being hard on myself when Mm -hmm. we we shouldn't have to feel like that. You know what I mean? This is a beautiful process. It is. And regardless of what weight you are, you we I shouldn't feel like I have to to weigh a certain, you know, amount of weight or not weigh a certain amount of weight to get casted in a role. Like, but I did find myself, I mean, I'm human and I did find myself um, putting pressure on myself to look a certain way before I started auditioning again or, you know, just getting back out there again. How did you find your snapback? Um, you know, a certain, a, a few things helped. I, um, I know you guys see me post all the time about like the protein shakes that I do with, uh, look at me giving a plug, Body Complete RX, also working out. Uh, finding that me time is like very important. So um, what waste? I love them when I'm working out in the gym. Um, it helps sweat some of that extra, those calories off. But yeah, finding that mommy me time to really get in the gym, work out, meditate, just to sit still is so important. And I know one of the things as well <laughs> that I was on a mission for after having kids was a product that I felt, um, would make me feel like me again, if you will. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and that was, so on my funny story, so Couché, right? I'm the new brand ambassador for Couché um, and the new face. And how I even became that is I was on a mission to look for a product or a couple of products of washes for myself, if you know what I mean, for uh-huh. uh, we'll call her baby sis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because when there's so much trauma going on a baby sis, uh, things start to switch up about, you know, the pH balance, everything is a little different. It's a little shaky. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I went looking for this product and I found two extraordinary black women who had just created the product and they had deodorants, they had shaving creams, they had the, the, I'll call her the baby sis wash, um, that was all natural and, and made of course by a OBGYN. So that was like, I was, it was my go-to and they ended up, we ended up, you know, curating a wonderful partnership and here we are. 
Um, but I was wanting to find things to make me look and feel like me again um, after having kids. So, Couché, shout out to them. I'm using their stuff and representing for it really, really hard because I totally believe in the product. She is the first brand ambassador for the female hygiene company, Couché. Um, you know, how did the brand ambassadorship come about for you, LaToya? Through conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was really on a mission to look for a product because you see so many things out there, right? They say one thing, but you turn it around, you turn the bottle around, and it's like, uh-uh, that can't be good for you. Um, and I wanted something that was created by a doctor. I wanted someone who knew the female body, um, and what better than an OBG, you know what I mean? And, and the fact that it was a black woman. And so, yeah, went on a mission and got my team involved and found the product, and boom, here we are. And it works. What changes yes. have you seen? Well, it's gotten my pH balance back on Trizac. Uh, there's no, I haven't had any real issues with it. I mean, I feel like sometimes you can use a product and your skin starts to change or you have like a reaction as far as like itching and all kind of stuff. That's not mm-hmm. happening over here. Um, it doesn't have any uh, perfumes or anything in it. I just, it's a trusted brand and I've, I know the work that they did to create the product and I, I trust it. Congratulations. And you know what? You're going to need that freshness because unfortunately you announced that you and your husband were separating shortly after the, <laughs> the birth of your second yo, child. Hey, yo, the, the way you, the way you let it Not need that the freshness was amazing. <laughs> Not mean to be fresh. Said, well, you're going to need to be fresh because this is what I've heard. This is what you got going on. So you're going to need that. <laughs> you're going to have something new. So you're going to be nice and fresh for that oh new God. <laughs> Lonnie, you're crazy. <laughs> yo, yo, get a flea. I can't. I can't. You know, I, I cannot I, lie. I ain't got sense, Latoya. You know me? I ain't not got one sense. bit. Oh, you not, know, not one bit. How are you surviving? <laughs> how is co-parenting and all of that happening for you? I mean, you know what? Let me just say, divorce is not easy. I don't care. What the reasons are, you know, especially when kids are involved, it's not an easy thing. When you take your vows and go through the whole thing and you have a covenant with someone, to break that is it's tough, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a process. When you see how it affects your kids, when you see how all of that, you know, once things start to unfold, it sounds good when you're mad and when you're doing the whole thing. And, 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 and I will say this. Are there regrets? Absolutely not. But it's it's a thing of you might think something might be easier. And once you're in it, you're like, yikes. Mm-hmm. But I am surviving. I think it's very important to go through the healing process and, and really realign with yourself, which I'm taking the time to do that. I feel like that's what I want to do right now. That's what I'm focusing on is healing, being the best mom I can to my, you know, I can be to my kids, my career. And just loving, loving myself. That's when I can be the best for everybody else. That's when I can be the best mom. Is when I'm aligned, when I'm, you know, centered in all those different things, and I can think clearly, I can make the best decisions for myself, for my children. And I know it's going to take time. It's not going to be an overnight thing. And, and divorce, you think, okay, once you sign the papers, it's done, it's over. Nah, the process uh-huh. don't really start until, like, <laughs> a few months, a year down the line when you start to, you're living in your new reality. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wait, this really ain't, oh, 
Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And it might be different for other people. This is just my journey. Yeah, Um, it's like a healing process, huh? It really is. It really is. It's like you have this, you know, you have whatever the scratch is, whatever, and then the scarring, and then the the this, and the, you know, they remove the stitches, and that's one process. And you're like, wait a minute, hold on. Well, how long that's going to stay like that? (laughs) (laughs) And then you look up one day, and you're you're fine you're healed you're okay really close to okay I'm getting really close to okay like Lonnie said I am a follower and I'm a fan um I read on your your Instagram where you said you know you told your followers to make time for you um I've watched you with the stylist Jay uh was it Jay Ballin yeah Jay Bowling. yeah we released uh, a new what's called line today go ahead (laughs) <laughs> I've watched I've watched you come into you and it's such a beautiful journey to watch, especially through social media when people feel like they're close to you. Talk about this make time for you journey. Ooh, and fitting it in with two little kids, it ain't easy. But I made it a priority. And that is, you know, I've changed my diet. Now, granted, if you know Toy, you know Toy gonna eat. You don't throw down, you don't <laughs> go find the best restaurant because you travel, it's on. Food is my happiness. <laughs> but, you know, saying, okay, maybe maybe we can cut back on this. We can still enjoy this, but maybe we, we have a smaller portion. Um, the working out, taking walks. Did y'all know, first of all, how much healing you can do in just a walk by yourself? Yeah. And how great it is for the body, even sometimes more than running. Like, I feel like I lost more weight walking and pushing the stroller than I have doing sprints. And if I walk like for three miles, four miles, I got my music on, I'm pushing the kids. They loving it. They on their iPads or they just, you know, checking out the scenery, but I'm getting a good sweat. Like, but the, the peace of mind that comes on a walk, like, I feel like that's when God was talking to me the most is when I was on these walks. Um, so I've been doing a lot of walking, uh, reading, um, trying to read. I'll be on my Bible app more than I probably used to. And really just kind of finding my way through the Bible um, as well. Um, I watch, I read, I watch, um, I mean, I listen to podcasts. Oh, my God. The, pod, the podcasts are ruling my life right now. Yeah. So listening, listening to some good podcasts. And just let me tell you, on, on top of the working out and, and the, the eating good and the spending the me time, you know what helps me throughout my day to keep my peace? And this is going to sound really weird. And maybe everybody can't do this, but like music. And as, as much as I might not be recording it right now, I keep it with me throughout my day. Like I, mm-hmm. if you know me and around me, I walk around playing fall music for most of the day. Like yeah. I have my phone. You, if you're talking to me, you're talking over fall music half the time. Cause it's keeping <laughs> me from shaking some shit up. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's keeping me. <laughs> like right, same, or just playing right. my favorite yes or keep, I'm playing my favorite R&B playlist or my favorite hip hop playlist like mm-hmm. that's what's been keeping me going um, and helping me on my journey honestly yeah, music, music matters music it it, it's healing it's healing it's for the soul for sure definitely it's Cafe Mocha on the line singer Latoya Luckett she co-hosts the 7th Annual Black Music Honors that's airing throughout July. Check your local listings. LaToya, what was that like? I know you co-hosted it with the crazy uh, D. Ray Davis. How was that experience? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> crazy, just like you said. <laughs> he is about a fool. He about a fool. Oh, um, but oh, he is oh, so man. much fun. He ain't he? He's he's so much fun. And you know what? I love him. He's so professional. He's so professional. Like in rehearsals and we would go to each other's dressing room, get our lines together. Like, cause it was our first time actually hosting together. And I'd done it, what, four or five years before him, but he was so, he wanted to get this right. And I really respect that about him. Um, and he just was a lot of fun. He's so much fun. And them eyes, uh, he be trying to put them eyes on you and you got to watch out for him. You know what I'm saying? Cause they, they'll get you. But you can't let him get you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But exactly. he's a uh, yo yo. You know. Um, I, I know he's. Cr- is- listen, crazier than ever. Believe me. Trust me. <laughs> Let's talk about yes, the importance like, of black music and celebrating it. How can we not? I literally just said how much music has been a part of my healing process. And honestly, like I'm stuck in an ID somewhere, like with my hip hop and my R and B and my whole thing. Because, and I'm not saying that they're, you know, the new artists don't um, make me feel. But I will say it was something about the 90s, 80s era where yeah. it just that music did something different. And mm-hmm. the thing that I love most about um, Black Honors is they, are, they honor those artists that we might have, I don't want to say, they might have felt like we forgot about them and yes. we haven't. And then it's a mix of bringing in new talent that probably haven't gotten the eyes and ears that they deserve just yet. And it gives them a platform to show up in front of these legends, these icons, Mm -hmm. and pay tribute to them and give them their flowers. You know what I'm saying? That's what I love about the show. It's the mix of that Um, and and having everybody in the same room and, and just watching what music does to people talking about what music does for people the 90s the reminiscing all of the things that you've been through your entire journey um when can we expect some new music from you girl hold on let me get to some therapy some more let me i got some therapy write it out write it out sing it to me let me i'm gonna go through therapy with you sing it yeah, you know what? And music is therapy. And I forgot to add, that has been a major part of my journey, y'all. I go to ther- therapy every Wednesday, every single Wednesday. I And if I need to call her in between, I call her then. But that has, mm. therapy has been probably, outside of God, number two. It's therapy, therapy, therapy. And we have been talking about me going back in the studio um, and making time for that. Because I do, when I'm writing and I'm, I'm or just singing about, some of the things that I've been through or just where I am, it helps me to even go back and listen. I remember when I did touring, I was going through a breakup at that time and that song helped me get through. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I guess it's time for that again. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm making time for it. I'm ca- I'm carving out some time um, to get in the studio, but I, I don't want to rush it. I want to take my time with it because it's, you know, when you make them albums, that's, that's your baby. Yeah, definitely. It's just a baby. Well, you they, know, that's a baby, and I got two babies uh, at my ankles right now. <laughs> um. <laughs> Going back to the Black Music Honors 2022, the honorees were Drew Hill, Karen White, The Whispers, Mary Mary, Tevin Campbell, and Carrie. I think that was just so fabulous because you're right, Latoya. When you say we don't honor R&B, why do you think R&B? I will say, at this point in time, is finding. I believe. Um, a, a way of, of, of finding prominence like pop or rap? That's such a good question. Um, 
I don't think it's not that we're not listening to it anymore like we used to. And you would think with social media, that would help, especially new R&B artists, you know, have that platform to be able to get more eyes and ears. But I think, I think, you know, with TikTok and with all these other uh, platforms, that the popular music is the, you know, the ones they're wanting to dance to and the, the, the more upbeat um, mm-hmm. songs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what they have on repeat. Whereas, you know, we had more of the radio stations, which would be involved in, you know, when we were coming out, um, we would have the 106 and Parks to play the videos. We would have R&B, I felt needed a little bit more of the machine to have the platform that it needed to, to do what it needed to do. And I'm not saying that R&B doesn't work on TikTok because it, it absolutely does. Mm-hmm. But this generation, you know, they quick. They don't yeah. really have time to feel. <laughs> they don't feel what? In my feelings. Oh, I don't know how that's supposed to go. I don't know how that feels to be in my feelings. I just want to dance. No. <laughs> I want to show people how I change outfits. Um, but right. I need it to I need R&B to come back. I need I need we need to figure out what we need to do to get R&B back where it was as far as the popularity. Yeah. Definitely. I mean w- you know, here at Cafe Mocha, we play urban um, adult R&B, and um, it's people like yourselves, artists like yourselves that come on, you support our show, which allows us to continue to play the R&B music and give exposure, and we're just going to keep on doing it the best that we can, and we just thank you so much, LaToya, for spending yes. some time with Cafe Mocha. You can catch her co-hosting the Black Music Honors june and july and also pick up those couche natural feminine hygiene products for the freshness for the summer latoya take care and take care them babies <laughs> thank you so much y'all thank you for your time i love yeah. conversating with y'all Yes, thank you so much, Queen. Up next, singer and comedian Lil Duvall is living his best life on KBLA Talk 1580. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, 
For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. It's Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. Angelique, Alani, Love, and Yo-Yo. On the line, Lonnie, I think since you're a comedian, it's only fair that you introduce him. Oh, you giving me... This is my brother in comedy. He really needs no introduction. I'm very, very proud of him. Um, He's an actor, a singer, a recording artist, (laughs) and he has uh, the hit song, Living My Best Life. It's Lil Duval, y'all. Welcome to Cafe Mocha. (laughs) What's that? What's that? This is the thing, Lil Duval, we know you in comedy, but Uh, A lot of our listeners probably know you from your hit, Smile, Living My Best Life. That was a jam. How did you think about, because I know a lot of people have tried to do it. They've tried to go comedy and do comedy uh, songs, but you actually made it a hit and you're doing it again. So how did you do that? How did you make that transition? It was never really a transition. That's how I got in the comedy game with a song. I redid uh, Music Soul Child by Bob Girl and Drinking the Club. That was like my first, I guess, my first big comedy joke that blew me. So it was a song already. So it really was all I've been doing from day one. I've always been like a, a music-inspired comedian from day one. It just, I guess, the masses finally caught on to it. <laughs> Alto, soprano, what are you? I don't know what I am. I'm just, I just, I'm just entertaining, man. I, I don't, don't try to make me no singer and have all these singers trying to go verses against me. No can do. You know, let's let's back up a little bit because what, the one thing, ladies, that I love about Lil Duval is his honesty. And if you follow him on Twitter, and I recommend it, all of y'all follow him on Twitter. He is always trending with something. By one- mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no it's not but you know what i like about you something that happened and it was this was a couple years ago and i remember i think someone took up for you i think it was one of your relatives i'll never forget and you sent a tweet to them and you said you know i appreciate this but you don't ever have to take up for me i know how to take it wasn't being rude it was basically saying i know what i did and you know I, I'm okay, and I can handle it. And I mean, as I, a comedian, we kind of signed up to be blackballed. So I mean, right. that's kind of what you sign up for. I mean, so I, I get everybody's not gonna get me. You know, long as I know whatever I say is not coming with no intentional ill will, I don't have no problem with what comes with it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't be really tripping off of it because, and then later on down the line, they end up seeing it from my point of view or seeing that it wasn't no ill will. So I don't really be tripping like that, you know, especially nowadays you can't. <laughs> What's your take on this whole uh, Dave Chappelle Netflix situation? I just think he's fighting for not just for himself, for all comedians and everybody that's with censorship. I think if you're fighting to have be able to freedom of speech, you should be on this side because, I mean, it's, it's just freedom of speech at the end of the day. And we wouldn't be able where we are right now if it wasn't freedom of speech. 
if it wasn't for somebody like Uncle Luke to be fighting for the censorship back in the days, we wouldn't be right here right now. So, I mean, so that's really what he's fighting for. So, so really, that's, I'm, I'm behind whatever he's with. Definitely ain't going to work for none of us. I fought with him and Yo-Yo, thank you. And Yo-Yo, all of them. So, I mean, <laughs> everybody in the 80s and 90s, you know, so we wouldn't be here. Like, and that's what's going on on social media and everything. They censoring everything, and they censoring how we talk in our dialect. So if we don't nip it in the bud now, we ain't going to do nothing later. Not just for us, we already old, but for the next generation. Oof, you, you got, why do you think they're trying to censor Lil Duval? It's power, control, just like everything. It ain't just, it ain't just entertainment, it's everything. And that's what they need. It's easier to control when you can mold and manipulate a whole people through, through one little channel. That's true. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Lil Duval, comedian, actor. His new hit song is called Call My Ex. Comedy special, Living My Best <laughs> Life. Let's talk about this song, Call My Ex. Tell me about it. <laughs> that, that song is about to make a song to your girl like, you know, you need to get your back. So call <laughs> here. And, and we are and we are censored on this show. Yes, we, oh, we can't bad. say bad words. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. Get your woman back. <laughs> I love it. I get love your ex back. <laughs> Is there a radio edit of this song yet? Because I, no, I would... <laughs> no, I got some radio edit. I got I got a clean song with for for uplifting the auntie called "Sexy" with Lil Bootsy, and Lil Bootsy ain't cursing not one time in the record. He's uplifting women. Have you ever been in a situation where you had to make up with your ex? Yes, I just with my girl I'm with now. We got an argument, we break up, and and I make up with her. <laughs> Ain't nobody ever made up with you before? Like, they called you back? That's what they used to do back in the 60s and 70s. They used to beg for their women back in their songs. I'm Tell just begging. Tell them. I'm begging. Tell them. The Dales, the Dramatics. Y'all yeah. need to listen to it. Y'all so busy listening to this other crap. This is a real thing. Yeah, I'm begging for my woman back. How y'all mad at a man begging for his woman back when he know he was out here thotting? And how do you beg back? <laughs> how do you beg back? You Duval. use that song, Call My Ex. Tell her husband <laughs> well, death, baby. I'd have to go back, too. I listened to that song, and I was just cracking up. I mean, honestly, even that song is incorporating comedy and music all into one, you know, mm -hmm. and in real life, just what comedy is. Comedy is a certain situation. That, that song is certain situation. I'm like, all right, I want my woman back. Why you want her back? Because her the best. Look, this is Duval. You can't say that. <laughs> you can believe it. <laughs> we ain't got a real good editor. It'd be me. You know how long it's going to take me to edit this. What else you doing? We, how we getting lazy? We don't even want to press buttons no more. <laughs> we ain't out here working hard. Lonnie, no daggone well, she ain't editing nothing. I'm taking notes <laughs> over here. And I, Lil Duvall, will be editing it. Damn <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is The Espresso. I don't know if you've been watching the Capitol riot hearings, but a former White House staffer made Trump look like such a brat. There's ketchup dripping down the wall, and there's a shattered porcelain plate on the floor. The valet had articulated that the president was extremely angry at the attorney general's AP interview and had thrown his lunch against the wall. 
Meanwhile, regardless of whether you are for or against abortion, make no mistake, the Supreme Court is coming for more of our rights. Vice President Harris says those rights include the right to use birth control, the right to same-sex marriage, the right to interracial marriage. And in good news, Prince Charles acknowledges that slavery was bad. I cannot describe the depths of my personal sorrow at the suffering of so many as I continue to deepen my own understanding of slavery's enduring impact. That's the espresso. We're at Cafe Mocha Radio. Socially savvy on Facebook. Cafe Mocha, Angelique Lonnie Love, yo, yo. Before we were bumping to his song, Living My Best Life, Lil Duvall was working in the comedy clubs and still is. He's got a brand new stand-up special called Living My Best Life is streaming right now. We've got him on the line. He's our guest. Lonnie, go ahead. Now, in your latest special, you make a joke about understanding why Bill Cosby drugs young women. <laughs> when you write your jokes, do you worry? <laughs> we just <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know you don't care about being canceled if you if you did a joke like that. But I mean, really, to no, both... I talked about. Wait, wait. I said he did that. I didn't say me. There you go. If you listen to it, it's him. Don't be trying to do that. <laughs> that next time. I know this is the clickbait. No can do. I okay. didn't say me. Okay. I didn't say I condone what the did or none of that. None of that. Is it possible to do comedy without offending someone? No, I mean, not good comedy. Think of all our greats. What great didn't offend somebody? That's true. Name a great that didn't offend somebody. I Name mean, one. I mean, I sit in jail. Name one. I can't think of not one. And most that, of the stuff that we need to hear hurts the most. We hate to look in the mirror without makeup. And that's what comedy do. Do you think there's any place for political correctness in comedy? What do you mean? Like, give me an example. I mean, like, we're, there's certain things that we're not allowed to say anymore, certain things that we're not allowed to do anymore. You know, Eddie Murphy's still apologizing for Who delirious. you're not allowed to do? The only way you're allowed, allowed to do something is somebody control you. Right. I didn't get in the business to get controlled, so that's why I can say and do what I want to say. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's repercussions to everything, but, I mean, I know it comes from everything, and I don't say nothing that I feel like I'm trying to, trying to hurt anybody or anything. I'm just bringing light to a situation, to whatever I feel like I want to be said. Are you living your best life? If you look at my, if you look at my action, my life, it shows I'm living my best life. That's what my special is. That's where the song comes from. Because it was a reflection of who I am. We get caught up in what we say instead of what we do. If you look at what I do, it'll tell you I'm a great guy. (laughs) Do you consider yourself a role model? Yep. Because everybody that followed my lead is doing pretty good. <laughs> here's, here's his latest tweet. He says, I've noticed when women with money get a man, they seem to end up with men that act more like they assisted than they man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, everybody need a good assistant. Yeah, I, mm. I ain't wrong when I'm right. <laughs> nope. I, I see him when I go on these cruises. Oh, yeah, we man. see them all. They, they, that's a um, they little assistant, you know, they little pup. Lil Duval, tell us something about you that nobody knows. I, I love people. I, everything I do is selfless. I believe I that. Well, his new comedy album is on all black streaming platforms. It's called Living My Best Life. We've been having this lively, edited conversation with Lil Duval. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming into Cafe Mocha. 
I appreciate it, bro. It really means a lot to me. Love. Stay blessed. It's Cafe Mocha. I'm Angelique, along with Lonnie Love and Yo-Yo. On the line, we have someone well-versed in black money and money in general. Terry Williams, president and COO of One United Bank and author of the children's book, I Got Bank, What My Granddad Taught Me About Money. Terry Williams, welcome to Cafe Mocha. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm really honored to be here with you. Um, I think a lot of people are scared of the money conversation. I mean, we all want it, but I mean, the Internet's there so we can look up everything. But I feel like these aren't even conversations that we have. It's like, OK, I remember going to college and mom get me a credit card and saying, well, just use it in emergencies. And we didn't have talks about credit score. We didn't have talks yeah. about saving. We didn't have talks about any of this stuff. So how do we even catch up as adults? Because, I mean, the kids book's great, but as adults, we're not taught a lot about money. So we get the money and then we don't know what to do with it except spend it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, one of the things that I talk about when I talk to adults is for us to dispel a lot of the myths that we have about money that get in the way of us talking about it. So as an example, we think that black people are not good with money. That's a myth, you know, or that we spend too much. That's a myth, you know, or that the reason that we don't have wealth is because of something that we have done as opposed to something that was done to us. When you start to understand that, you know, we have overcome significant hurdles. And I always say to people, we have only been free for 50 years. The Civil Rights Act was passed only 50 years ago. We Mm -hmm. had 250 years of slavery. We had 100 years of Jim Crow all of them stopping us from building wealth. So we've only been legally free for 50 years. When you look at how much we've accomplished in 50 years, we'll have a different perspective about our journey, a different perspective about our lives. You're right. I mean, my when I look at my family, and this was heart-wrenching for me because someone said, you know, how did you end up becoming president and owner of a bank? And I would say, oh, you know, I went to Brown University and Harvard Business School and I worked in corporate America. And then some of this artist actually kept asking me that question over and over. No, no, no. How did you become this person? And then it hit me that it was my great grandmother. I grew up in this place called Indiantown, Florida. There was a railroad track. White people lived on one side. Black people lived on the other. And my great-grandmother had a juke joint, barbecue pit. She had a penny candy store. And I used to follow her around. And it hit me that I didn't realize that I became this person because of my great-grandmother. And it saddened me that I was given all this credit to these Ivy League educations in this mm-hmm. corporate America when it was really my great-grandmother, Ma Honey, that, who instilled in me what I am doing today. We had these people in our lives that helped us overcome these hurdles. That helps us start to have a better foundation for talking about money today. You know, for me, my passion became, I didn't understand this when I was a kid. I don't want anyone to grow up not understanding money. Terry Williams of One United Bank. Their corporate office is on Crenshaw. They have another branch in Compton. Go to oneunited.com. That's the show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Have a happy 4th of July. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. 
Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. 